You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi and welcome to our special podcast covering the latest monthly releases of the AIB Irish Manufacturing and Service PMIs. On Wednesday, 3rd of April, I'm joined by Oliver Mangan, our Chief Economist, and I'm Gavin O'Carroll. Ali is going to bring us through the key learnings from these important business surveys of the Irish economy. Just to remind our listeners, this, these are timely, monthly, forward-looking uh, PMIs, and they're very strong data items in terms of making decisions uh, from the business world. They're regarded as timely and reliable indicators of activity, and while a reading below 50 represents contraction, above 50 indicates expansion. And Ollie, the good news this month from the Manufacturing and Services PMI, it's pretty much ahead of 50 again, similar to February. Yeah, correct. Very strong readings, very much in line with the February readings. And, you know, we can take a lot of comfort for that because PMIs have been weakening globally uh, and some of them have actually headed into negative territory. But the Irish indices are holding up very, very well. So it's pointing to continued solid growth by the Irish economy. Okay, Ollie, let's go deep dive in the manufacturing survey this month. It's released on Monday morning, and the data is telling us that 53.9 in March was the reading versus the February of 54. Yeah, very strong reading. Good to see that. Uh, and also the components of it were encouraging. We've, we've seen a strengthening in employment growth, a pickup in export sales. Uh, new orders are strong. So overall, a very good reading for the Irish economy. And that 53.9, as you say, over 54 in February, I mean, that's a marked contrast to Europe. I mean, the, the, the readings in Europe have been very weak in recent months. Uh, again, we got the final data on Monday morning for the manufacturing sector in the Eurozone, came in at 47.5. That's, that's a fairly significant contraction. And then you look at Germany, down at 54, or sorry, down at 44, very, very weak reading. So the Irish figures look very strong in that context. Let's focus on that for a second. So March, Ireland, 53.9, Europe, 47.5, and Germany, 44. Why Germany, such a laggard in Europe? Well, it's... It's all got to do with the type of products you're producing and where you're selling them. And we know Germany's got a big car industry, which has gone through very difficult times. And it produces a lot of heavier capital goods. And one of its main markets is China. And China has slowed down a lot between the efforts of the government there to clamp down or slow the pace of credit growth and also the impact of U.S. tariffs on Chinese exports. So there's been a significant loss of pace in the Chinese economy, and that's impacting economies that export a lot into China. And front and center there is is Germany and more broadly the Eurozone, whereas we really export products that are not that cyclical. Our domestic industry is food and drink. Our main high-tech industries are pharmaceuticals, medical care departments, medical care products, the IT side. So they all are not heavily influenced by the swings in global demand. So we're in the right products and then we're exporting to markets that are continuing to grow, the US, the UK and Europe. So for that reason, I think uh, the Irish PMI here, which is as you say, is right up to date for manufacturing, we're holding much better up than some other countries. Considering the backdrop for our neighbours next door uh, in the UK, I mean, just looking, the employment in the sector rose at the fastest rate since October. Continued strength, the Irish PMI is notable, you're saying, and pre production inventories increased their fastest pace in 21 year history of the survey, Ali. Well, that's the Brexit effect there. Uh, we're seeing it both in the UK, incredible figures published on Monday for the UK manufacturing sector in terms of the extent of stockpiling. And it's not so much finished goods, it's actually raw materials, it's components, it's semi finished goods. Uh, and we're seeing the same thing in Ireland. I mean, you know, manufacturers here are acting to protect their supply chains in case there's a disruption around uh, Brexit, if there's a hard Brexit and no deal. And then we suddenly have checks of ports, delays 
in terms of sourcing materials. So there's the stockpiling going on within the Irish manufacturing sector, a really big stockpiling going on within the UK manufacturing sector ahead of Brexit. That's an incredible story that we've heard anecdotally from our customers since the start of this year, but it really has taken on a pace through the first quarter. Ollie, let's jump across into the services PMIs that are released uh, this morning, Wednesday. Just give us any sign of the Brexit impacting activity. Well, in terms of services, first of all, the index is very strong. It's 55.3. That's down slightly from 55.9 in February. That's pointed to, again, you know, very solid growth in that sector. I would say in terms of the impact there on Brexit, it's more got to do with sentiment. The business sentiment reading for that services sector is at a six and a half year low. Now, it's still at a high level, but it's at a six and a half year low. And the, the respondents directly attribute that to Brexit uncertainty. And again, it's not surprising here we are, you know, back to a second cliff edge in, what, 10 days' time. We don't know what's going to happen with Brexit. And that uncertainty is, is definitely worrying business. And we can see that in the AIB uh, Brexit Sentiment Index that we do on a quarterly basis. The businesses are telling us, it's not having much impact on my business right now. OK, I'm doing some stockpiling maybe. But what's really worrying them is the uncertainty around Brexit. They still don't know what shape it will take and the impact Brexit could have on their sector or their industry and also on the UK and Irish economies. So that is captured in this PMI index here for the, for the services sector, showing that six and a half year low uh, for Brexit sentiment, sorry, for sentiment, business sentiment, because of that ongoing uncertainty around Brexit. What are the two surveys telling us about the Irish economy, if you stand back, Ali? Well, look at the readings, right? Now, they're, they're, they're not as high as last year, but last year and 2017 as well, the index readings were very, very strong. And that was consistent with the very robust growth in the Irish economy. They have fallen somewhat, but they remain at very high levels. Uh, and as a result, so what we, what we can say about the Irish economy is it's continuing to grow at a very impressive pace. But it will, growth this year will not be as strong as in recent years. And I think that reflects the fact we've Brexit uncertainty and we have a slowdown in the global economy. And we're an open economy. We export a lot. So it's not surprising. I think we're actually encouraged by the readings we've seen for the first three months of the year. I think it's been widely forecast that the Irish economy would slow this year. But what we're seeing is a moderation. Uh, it's not a marked slowdown. So growth will be good again this year, judging by the data we've had for the first quarter. I think, Ollie, you did an interview in News Talk on Monday morning about the manufacturing survey for about 10 minutes. Listeners might want to hear that. And you've also touched on the surveys in the article you have in the Irish Examiner Tuesday. I suppose the big story behind it all is Brexit, what happens next. This will be a fabulous story looking forward for the Irish economy to, to see the continuing trends Not if we didn't have this massive headache hanging in the background. Yeah, well, you know, Brexit uncertainty uh, continues. And we're now facing a new cliff edge. I mean, the UK uh, obviously didn't ratify the withdrawal agreement last week. The delayed Brexit, they're supposed to go on the 29th of March. Here we are in early April, and we still don't know how this penny is going to drop. I see the UK facing three options here. I mean, they can still ratify the withdrawal agreement. Now, it's been lost. The vote's been lost on three occasions uh, in Parliament. And uh, even Peter, the, 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 he denied it three times. But, uh, you know, there's talk of a fourth vote. I mean, but that would be very surprising if that came before power, but you can't rule it out. The second option then is to leave without a deal. And there's elements, large elements within the Tory party now saying that's really what we should be doing. Let's get out without a deal. We can't agree on a deal. Or the third option, and I think it's the most likely one, is to actually seek a second delay to Brexit, but a much longer one on this occasion. Uh, so we, we'll see what happens uh, in the coming days. But I think... Um, 
it's more likely than not, if we can't get an agreement in Parliament, that the UK will seek to delay Brexit by, well, the EU may say it'll have to be delayed until the end of the year, which means the UK will actually have to participate in the European elections, which have been held in May, and it doesn't want to do that. So it's got some difficult choices here in the next few days. It'll be very interesting looking at next month's PMIs in uh, in early May, looking back into April, considering what's ahead of us in April. Thank you, Ollie, and thank you, our customers and listeners, for joining us on this, our monthly podcast. You are more than welcome to subscribe to AAB's Market Talk and SoundCloud or the podcast asks for iOS or Android, and we look forward to being in touch with you again soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.